Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. You're perpetually poor Pomeranian. Pomeranian like a dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. You poor? You know, yeah, because every time I feel like I get a smidge more money, and then it's like a slew of bills come in, and it's like... I got to pay off my tires. I got to pay the rest of my car. No, I got a hospital bill. I got like all these like kind of like one off bills, like not even the regular ones. Well, the car knows regular as monthly, but he said more money, more problems. And that's the truth. I saw somebody posted on um, Facebook just today. I think it was um, Cheval and her post today had me cracking up because it said that I hate adulting because it's like you wake as soon as you wake up and stretch, you owe somebody one hundred and fifty dollars. And I'm like, that is one hundred and fifty percent correct. Like but we all wanted to be adults, you know, but I wanted to be adult so I could stay up late and go where I wanted. I didn't yeah, want to pay bills. I had no desire to pay bills. But being an adult, you got to take on. Yeah, unless but you're like affluent. Yeah. But I just think that like it's a. Uh, well, at least I'll say this: our generation, people that our age and 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 older, like we were sold the dream of like adulthood is wonderful, and you know you do when you're grown, and like we there were a lot of things for us to look forward to, and then we got there, we were like, this shit is for the birds, like this is so, you know, and like you have more money, but then like you don't have any time or energy to do anything, so it just becomes like you get up and you go to work, and then you like. Sleep through the weekend. You know what time I went to bed on Friday, babe? Sometimes you go to bed on Friday. It had it had to be at least by seven thirty six p.m. on a Friday night. Tatum and I were laying in my bed, our bed, excuse me, laying in our bed, and we were knocked out. And you know why I said seven thirty six p.m.? Why? Because you texted me at seven thirty seven p.m. and my motherfucking ass did not pick answer you back because you texted me your and so then. I just figured you, you I, ignored me like you always do. So. I don't ignore you. Mm, a lot of times you do. but you I know. don't ignore you. If I if I don't answer you, it's because I'm like 99.9% of the time because I'm at work or something's going on. As you were posting away. Today, I was on. I was Posting away. First of all, I'm trying to show you the world, nigga. My fault. Second of all. Where are we going? I don't know. But all <laughs> I'm saying is. So I, I tweeted TJ today. Tweeted. I posted on Instagram today. I was like. I don't know where we going, but we traveling next year. Me and TJ, like we going somewhere. Oh, and okay. he, he was like, "Where?" And then I didn't know it existed, but I found the little gift feature on Instagram. So then I put the Aladdin reference, and I'm like, "I'm a sh- we going to go find a whole new world." Listen, and he was like, "How we paying for this?" And I was like, "We going to scam our way there." Okay, listen, right. you the master scammer anyway. Come on, yo, you being hot right now. <laughs> TJ, Anyone listen? I don't. I don't do any scamming at all. TJ just is very creative in his frugality. Listen, I got. I can't do any crimes with with Danny. She gonna tell everybody, young young Takashi over here <laughs> singing like a bird. Whatever. How are you doing today? Um, I'm okay. Tired, but I'm not like. I mean, if you weren't tired, then would this be an episode of Lovers Quarrel? Yeah, or would you be Danny? You know. Listen, I work hard for my money, and it goes right back out the window. But I'm okay. I'm not beat, but I'm also like, you know, I. So like I said, so 
I use the bedtime feature on my iPhone to see like how, what time would I need to go to bed in order to get like a full eight hours. My ass is supposed to be in bed at 9.30, like asleep, REM cycle. And you do what Eric do. Turn off the phone. No, he puts on do not disturb. But see, the difference is you would be on... You would you would be on Do Not Disturb, but you're gonna be surfing IG, Twitter, for a part of the time. Buzzfeed, part of the time. A lot of the time. But then I would go to bed. I just want to be in bed by like nine thirty. I mean, it's possible. It is, but I feel like it is. It just feels like, but I like I blink and it's five forty five in the morning. I blink and it's two twenty five. I blink and it's five thirty. I blink and it's nine thirty, ten o'clock, and then it's like. I'm in bed. I'm like going to sleep not until it's like 11 o'clock or something like that. And then I'm just like, shit. I was like, I only got Welcome six to hours. Adulting. Exactly. It's a fucking crock. But anyway, still good. I'm in decent spirits, all things considered. How about you? I was waiting. I know. In my mind, I was like, she's going to forget to ask me. So I'm going to have to be like. How are you doing, TJ? I'm just gonna be like, oh, I'm doing well, Danny. Oh, so you were prepared to shade me because you thought I was like That's not inconsiderate. I was, I was, I was prepared to help you in mm-hmm. your time of need. I'm well, doing well. That's good. Doing you look excellent. good. Thank you. Real small. <laughs> I look real small. I mean, I looked real big. <laughs> no, you just. You know, ever since getting the surgery, a lot of people like compliments. It's like, oh my god, you lost so much weight. And to me, every time I hear, it, I'm like, how big was I? Even though I've seen some pictures, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. But I knew I was getting bigger because, like, certain stuff wasn't fitting. But I was like, oh, reason to buy new shit. This is true. you know, I was told that I look lighter. (laughs) Lighter lighter skin? Like, like my skin looked lighter, you know? You're glowing. I'm out here, you know? Your teeth look whiter. I never had a problem with teeth, but. I know, I mean, you didn't. But I'm just saying, like, everything's, you're light on your feet. You move it. You're agile. You know, listen, God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. (laughs) (laughs) So. Let's step in this elevator. All right. Are you going going up or down? Up. I'm going up too. Would you like to go first or would you like to follow? No, you can. You can can start. Mm, Look at us. Somebody lose weight and you're nicer to me too. I, I let you start last week, I feel like. I don't remember. I, I allow you to go a lot of time. Women's first. Unless unless you were going down then. Or, no. Unless I was going down, then I would have went first. Because I like to go down and down. But anyway, whatever. Go ahead, Danny. Um, so I am going up. And... Sounded lazy. Sound like the elevator person. They didn't get paid. I'm sorry. Didn't your elevator person get fired? No. No, I'm sorry. He got late. You know why? He, get, he did get fired for what? Stealing. <laughs> he definitely didn't get <laughs> Because he wears a Bellman's uniform with black Air Force Ones. Listen, we're not so, going to do this. What was his name? Richard? Benson. Benson? Yeah, Benson. Benson didn't wear black Air Forces. Benson got caught. Listen, anyone. Rifling anyone who people's works, purpose, purses any, in the, in the staff locker room. would know Black Air Forces is a no-no. He was caught rifling through people's purses you know, I think about in that. the staff locker What if someone came room. to a job interview in Black Air Forces? <laughs> I, would, I would hide everything that wasn't nailed to the fucking ground. Like, <laughs> but is it like you got to hire them because you already know what they're capable of? Or I'm calling the police on the spot. I am, I am 
I'm going to have, matter of fact, I would have a panic button installed under my desk. Just for black air forces. Alert, call security. Anyway, go ahead. Call security. You know. Anywho. So, my up is just, um, you know, we're in October now. So, we're about a month and change into the school year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And although I have some outliers that are honestly beyond anything i've thus experienced as far as a teacher as far as like negative things i really do have some kids that make me like genuinely happy like i am genuinely pleased to see them i and i've got such a relationship with them that they like they want to talk to me about like conversational things like it's not always just like I want to talk to you about school stuff or I want to talk to you about drama and stuff. Like, they just want to have conversations with me and, and they want to help. Uh, just, it's only, we're recording this on a Tuesday. And so this week alone, like, one of my seventh grade boys, he was like, he was like, Miss Pyerson, you like my mom. He was like, and then another, and like, they give, like, like when I was out sick with everything like that, I was like, legit given like multiple hugs like I have multiple kids every day who hug me like when they see me when they in the morning when they come into my classroom you know when I'm when I'm at the door greeting them um and then even like today like I like you know everybody loves gym and so I had two of my eighth graders who when I was like hey do you think you guys want to help me like clean up the lab materials after, um, during resource and I was like but it means you probably won't make it to gym and they were like no that's fine like we'll we'll stay back there with you and we ended up like a I got like a lot of stuff done and I was able to actually take a break because they were helping me um, but also like they were having a conversation and we started talking about high school and what they wanted to do and where they wanted to go we talked about whether or not we believe in ghosts and aliens and like our you know our theories on that type of stuff and it was just nice because as awful as people try to like paint middle schoolers to be myself included because they can be sometimes there are other times and moments like when you really take the time to build those relationships where like I really like these are some of my kids are like really dope people and I love that like they care so much about me and what I think and who I am and stuff that I, you know, that I'm somebody that they want to be around. So I don't know. It just kind of it made my heart happy today because, you know, especially when I need that to counter the negative interactions that I have with some other students who aren't there yet with me or with any teacher as far as that, like, rapport and that relationship that's being built. But, you know, it makes me happy. We've been through a lot together. That's dope. Thank you. That's really dope. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important, you know. I, um, obviously, you're making a difference to them. Um, because they're, they see you as a mother figure. And that's... I feel like whenever you can look at someone as like a mother-father figure, they have an impact. Mm -hmm. And I think that's more important. I mean, for school, at least for me, I mm -hmm. felt like that was more of an impact of having a teacher who cared mm -hmm. and wasn't there just because it was a check or wasn't there just because it's their job at the moment. Yeah. I mean, it's so much of what teaching is, is relationships and being a an advocate or a, a 
a resource to, to children is about building a relationship with those kids because, you know, we we often times have come as a as a community as a culture from kids not needing to, not you know it being like you need to be seen and not heard you know and there are times where you know kids need to you know know their place and they're not they don't need to jump up into grown folks business but at the same time like kids they just because they're not they're just because it's not necessarily directly happening to them doesn't mean that the fact that they're in proximity or they're indirectly influ- um, affected by something doesn't mean it like it has no impact on them because I mean let alone today like you and I you know with our family we've talked myself and my sister have both talked to you about these like rough horrible things that have happened to our our kids our students and I mean this is you know kind of going down on the the, the far side of things but at the same time, like, we can't expect children to brush off or internalize or bottle or push through all these, like, traumas that happen to them and then, you know, and just be, you know, put a smile on their face because, like, you're a child. You're supposed to be in a child's place. No, this stuff is ha- happening to them, too. So it takes relationships to help them, like, for them to trust you enough to for you to, like, for them to believe you when you're, like... This is horrible, or this is hard, yeah. and this is difficult. But you're gonna but get through that, it. I think, I think that takes the teacher to realize mm-hmm. the child had a trauma, and they probably don't give a fuck about this lecture today. Yep, they probably even shouldn't be here today, but they are here. So let me try to accommodate them the best way possible, mm-hmm. or if they're acting out, send them to the school therapist, or you, you, like. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, if a child is, if if a child doesn't respect any adult, like they don't respect they don't respect their mother or father, it's gonna be hard for a teacher. And this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be hard for a teacher to get the, get said respect. Mm-hmm. Now, if the teacher gets said respect, now they can kind of build upon that, you know, but. When a child is raising themselves, if a child is de- dealing with things, how can they really cooperate? How can they really comprehend or, or, or even want to? Mm-hmm. There may be some kids who's going to school just because this is the only way that, that they're going to eat for the day. Yep. So when they're doing that, their mindset isn't about school. Who gives a fuck about school? Yeah, and sometimes, but and then, and for some kids, some school is like the only time of the day where they get to be like a child. Like they have to be that grown too. up everywhere else, and then so they, you know, it's a lot of variables. And there's some kids who are like very well adjusted. They have a great home life, and there's nothing, you know. But they just and it's, you just become another part of their village and, and another trusted adult in their life. And I've taught every version of those of each type of child that we've described, and you know, I've been the teacher who like at this juncture in your life like you respect me more than you respect than you respect your own parent which is wild to me but and then i've had ones who was like their parents word was was law and it was like i don't have to listen to you you're not my mom this and i don't i have no desire to be your mother no child that i pushed out or had taken out of me would be uh acting like this but it's it's still super important to like build those relationships. Like even today, I have this one student that's new to our school this year, and she 
lazy, like eye rolling, shrugging of the shoulders. Every time like I'm like, open your book, turn to this page. And I'm like, you know, her looking at her work. And I'm like, you're supposed to have three three sentences worth of like notes written down. You've got like one word written down and I'm pushing, I'm pushing you and I'm like pushing you because I'm like, I have these high expectations of you and you're acting like you don't care. And I know I could like get on her level and I, cause I'm like, I could do all of that. And I, could, I was like, I could be a nasty ass, uh, right back to, to you and get on your level. But what I did today was like, she, I had texted her. She asked me to text her mom to let her know that, um, she was at coach class, but her mom hasn't responded yet. But I texted her mom and asked her like, what is, what are her other interests and passions? Because I'm like, science doesn't seem to be it. So I'm like, but I, if I, and she, when I try to talk to her about things, she doesn't really like to come up with a lot of information. I'm like, so if mom can tell me some things, maybe I could try to make some connections between like what she's interested in in science or reference it. So that way there's a an effort there. Like, oh, you tried to get to know me. Like you tried to find out more about me even when I wasn't trying to come up, come up off the info. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see how it works. We'll see if I get a response. But it's just an effort being made because... As much as she wants to, as much as sometimes I want to get real outside my character with her because she irritates me during class when she's being that checked out and that lazy and that like attitudinal on top of that, it also is like. Attitudinal? Yeah. Did you just make that up? Maybe. Just inquiring. Go ahead. I mean, you, put, you, you get what I'm saying. I, I'm just inquiring. Okay. It's, you honestly, somebody got one little vocabulary segment. Honestly, you could have told me it was a word, and I'd have been like, okay. I know. But I'm saying you just get one little vocab segment, and now you want to be Miriam Webster over here. I just want to make sure that I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to use attitudinal at my next, you know, my next argument somewhere. Oh my god! And then if I bring it up, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, this nigga's dumb. No, no, I so, would I wouldn't have you hanging out there. You know, so I would that's what I gotta you. ask. Yes. Well, anyway, that's all. I'm just saying like, sometimes it's like it's nice to have those relationships with some of my kids because it's it's worth it. Even even today, like one of my now former students, she's in ninth grade. They're off tomorrow. And she was like, can I come like I'm off tomorrow. Can I come up to the school and like help you with stuff? So she's going to come to the school and I'm going to have her help like grade stuff for me. And she's going to get up and come to the school at 745 in the morning. Cause she wildin'. Cause she might be there at nine thirty. <laughs> but I mean, I know some of it's boredom. But the fact that she thought to text me to ask me because she just—I mean, she likes you. You're yeah. doing a good job, Danny. I said I'm trying. I trying to help the youth, the youth, all of that. The youth. Yes. What is that? The youth them. The what? You've never heard of that? Like no. Like when people like in like from the islands, they'll be like the youth. Nah. They say like they drop the H. Oh, okay. You didn't know that I grew up on a block with people who were from the islands. Yes, I know. You told me these stories. Well, not about the Utes, but that you grew up with the Haitians and they used to terrorize you. That was at school on my block. Okay. It was a mix of people. <laughs> it was Jamaica, Grenada, Haiti. I think it was, well, I mean, it's not an island, but it was Ecuador. So, like, it was, it was very multicultural on my block. Okay. Most of my friends were, like, first-generation Americans. Got you. But in school, it was the Haitians. Yes. Okay. And some of them were great, and some of them were not great to me. We could talk about that on another day. Yes, about how I was bullied. But we've been on my elevator for quite some time. Um, 
We we can get on your um. Well, we gonna have to run the own, our own elevator because somebody got fired. But continue. No one got fired. I just conceded. He was, was let go. Like, no, he's still there. He's still on pay. I take mm. care of my people. He on FMLA. <laughs> <laughs> FMLA, you don't get paid. Okay, he on short term disability. Okay, whatever. He's scamming. He's a, he's a per diem, but he still gets a. He faked the work. He, he, fa- he faked the work. We're not gonna talk work about my comp claim. Listen. That voice st- you gave us was so lazy. He stuck his foot in the elevator door and <laughs> got el- the and that black Air Force One got stuck. All right. This is what we're not going to do. All right. Going up. Oh, that sounds a little bit better. Maybe she getting paid now. Whatever. You know, I'll start a new job. Well, bam, 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 bam. sound effects. Um, yeah. So, very exciting. You know. Are you going to talk about what you're doing? haven't decided. I work for my fraternity. My baby is important. I'm a regular person. You isn't smart. I'm a regular person. You is important. You know, I'm a regular person. But yes, I've started a new job with my fraternity. Um, And it's kind of like a a dream come true. It is. Y'all, he got the word manager. And international in his title. Yeah, you're out of control. The world, Craig. You're out of control. The world. Anyway, um, I've, I've done a lot for, for my fraternity, um, and it was free. Facts. So now that I'm getting paid, Lada. it's kind of like full circle. Um, and, you know, it, it all goes to God. He does things because, you know, I was getting laid off, and I was ready for this layoff. Yes, you were. For a very long time. I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. And when it did, I was okay with it. And I was okay with it because in my mind, there was no way I was going back to a call center. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for jobs, but I was more like strategic this time. Um, but, you know, I started the job recently and it's, it's been a great experience and I'm learning a lot and, you know. I'm getting the opportunity to continue serving my fraternity brothers and, you know, on a different scale, um, on, on a larger scale. An international scale. <laughs> You're out of control, Danny. So, um, that has me up. has me real up. Y'all, it's, I mean, I'll say this too. Like, there's just been, like, a general, like, change in, like, TJ's demeanor like i mean I'm, it might be some of the weight loss too but like he's just that has a, a lighter air about <laughs> him because <laughs> he's in, shut up <laughs> but like you said it he's he's he has been paying his dues for a very 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 long time and now that he and now it's like as far as like professionally, like you know what I mean, like you've been putting in your time at places that you didn't like, oh, or yeah. that you that you were doing things miserable. that you don't care about Listen, and that you're miserable. But being now someone you- who has education and I question the education a, a lot. lot, all of them, my, my bachelor's, my two masters, my graduate certificate. I'm I I questioned all of it because I couldn't catch a break. Mm-hmm. Um. But I tried not to allow that to affect me, even though some days it was like worse than others. Like again, it, you it, not, it affected you. No, I, I'm not saying that it didn't. But mm-hmm. I, I, what I'm trying to say is that I try not to let it affect 
all of me. Um, so, you know, I learned a lot about that. And, you know, with Tatum, my nieces, my nephews, my, my, my younger cousins, I would tell them things about that next phase. Like when they graduate high school, what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I just feel like it's all about the connections. It has nothing to do with education helps sure like if you're going to be an engineer yes you should probably have an engineer degree if you're going to try to be a lawyer yes you know like specialty fields then i think a degree matters but what i've been seeing at least in maryland i can't speak for everywhere degrees didn't matter your experience mattered what you've done mattered I think it's I think it's a combination of things too though but I think I think networking and knowing people gets you yeah. in the room but you still have to use your your intelligence your Yeah no definitely your but charm. it's getting into the room. Yeah. So I wouldn't tell my nephew to take a customer service like I wouldn't say take a retail job and just do that for 10 years like mm-hmm. if you're going to take a retail job you need to be thinking forward mm-hmm. all right you're starting off entry level but what's what's your next steps and then what are you going to do for that if you're going to go into a company as entry level you should be mapping out how you're going to move forward and within doing so mapping out how to make sure you don't get stuck i was mm-hmm. stuck as a customer service phone rep person yes so when i tried to say well listen i have these masters then it became what experience do you have? Mm-hmm. I don't have experience in these other fields that I'm trying to break into. And that was a struggle for me. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that you can do anything, but you should have a master plan and, and, and be able to see that master plan and make sure that you're putting yourself in a position not to be typecast or, or pigeonholed. Yeah. Because I mean- then they're not going to give you the opportunity. Mm-hmm. or Or you may be... You know, you've been doing this for five years and now you found a new position or a new field you want to go into. And now you got to start all over. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm saying. But I mean, it's ex- but it's exciting now. Like you get to do you get to get paid to do the things that you already doing for your fraternity in a lot of ways on a more a smaller scale. But now you get to do it on a m- major platform yeah. and you, you know, and you get to travel. I do get to travel. That's going to be sick. Y'all, this nigga's going to be gone the whole month of March. Like, I'm barely going to see him. And, but I'm like very, 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 very excited and proud. Like, he got business cards. He got an office. <laughs> he got a door he can close, y'all. And I am so excited. We have to go. I we appreciate have, it. We have to figure out a weekend for me to come in there and decorate. But the manager said to let you do what you want to do. Thank you. Because... TJ was trying. Okay, so this is the last thing I'll say, and then we'll move on. So TJ's office is is nice, but because you know he's new to the 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 position, I guess you know they had other things in there. So the chairs that are in his office that are for like when he has to talk to someone are just two folding chairs, and I'm like, babe, you cannot just have like folding chairs as like you're coming to my office, have a seat chairs they have to be like real chairs and he's like no just leave them nothing be folded chairs and like that's not the type of tone somebody who has international in their in their title it could have been international 
bump? No, like package person. Like just because that's international doesn't mean anything. I've decided that makes you more important. So let me let Go me ahead. have my, my bump. Fault. Let you be great. So he was me. not he was not trying Talk to listen. Shit. He was not trying to listen. I wasn't. But now I'm glad that you said something to your boss. So then we, this let me tell you how important this nigga is. He got the keys. <laughs> So we can go in on the weekend. We don't got to ask nobody to let us in because he can let us in himself. That's how much they trust this nigga. Are you trying to say that they shouldn't trust me? No, I'm saying that, like, that is. You kind of phrase it as if it was like. That's, no. That's, that's, how, I, that's how I took it. Well, that's not how I meant it. You so. took this happy moment and kind of made it a negative. Perception is reality. So. I mean, I was up now. And I may have to go down. Whatever. This is crazy to me. So we, gotta, we have to set aside a weekend. Um, sure. I have PD. Actually, next weekend I have PD on Thursday and Friday. So that might be a time. I won't be in front of kids so we can like go to the furniture depot and pick out like two chairs next Thursday and Friday I, I would be at work so if you want to go I'll go I'll pick some stuff out and then you I'll, I'll send it to you I mean I'll make the final decision and then um, okay. I'll take your I mean you I'll take your input okay and then we're gonna bring them chairs in and we're gonna Please I have to still wait. pick up you gonna bring your mother I mean we could if we have to but I'm gonna bring and then we gotta get your pictures we gotta get your little Lakers gear and your little Batman memorabilia and we gotta make it, you know, we gotta TJ up the place. I'm trying to make sure I don't TJ up the place. Why not? Oh well, no, because I want to make sure that it's not junky. junky. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But we're gonna like add a little bit of your personality, yeah. um, personality, excuse me, to your your space. Um, and I'm gonna get him like a framed sign that says "Knock before you enter." <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. I don't even keep my door closed unless I, unless I gotta make like a phone call. Then I'll close it so that way. You, you gotta close the door to to have conference calls. I didn't say a conference call. I said if I gotta make a phone. Call. Oh, you gotta because they're private. Because they're every, not private. They're not for everybody's ears, nigga. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be loud. That's because it's ain't, be... it ain't everybody's business. That's why you gotta close the door. Anyway. I mean, I kind of have something like an office. It's a classroom. I have a door. I can lock it. But also, my doorknob fell off on Friday, <laughs> and I had to get it replaced. Although okay. they came out really fast and did it. Um, but I'm really, like, in all seriousness, like, I'm really, 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 really happy for TJ. I'm really happy for you, babe. Thank because you. I, I just, you deserve it. And I appreciate that. It, and when you're, and like, you're happier, which then also makes us happier. Yeah. And I can agree with that. I am happier. Like, I've never had experience where I was doing something that I loved. So it's it's definitely a different feel. Welcome. And even though, like, our conversations are a little bit different. Like, I have something to talk about now. Yeah, because before, I'd be but like, see, but see, I'd be like, how's work? It. And you'd be like, it was work, same as always. Because... Stupid rep, stupid, stupid people calling in. Yeah, because that. I want you to like reflect that there, there's a difference because I'm doing stuff now. Like yeah. I'm actually like busy, so like I'm not just answering a phone call mm -hmm. to somebody to figure out why the benefits aren't flowing mm -hmm. because they didn't enroll them. Like. Yeah, no, and I'm that's... Act I actually have like different tasks, and I speak to different people. So now. Like, some days are going to be busier, and because we're in our busy time now, like, it's a lot busier. So, mm -hmm. it's like, it's just different. So, my conversations, I have more to talk about. You have something to add, to contribute. I have, no, I just have I just have something more to talk about. Yeah. Well, I'm just excited. Well, I appreciate that. Yes. And then another reason why I'm happy, 
he's I think got, we're both happy. He's got a tie on too, y'all. I do. I do have to wear. He has to dress up. Anyway, he looks real cute, y'all. We are having not a baby. Not a baby. <laughs> Let's put that out there right now. <laughs> no kids. We're having a live show. Yes. Boyaka, boyaka. Why is Boyaka, boyaka your go-to? I'm from Queens, and I grew up on a block with people from the island, so that's that's where my mind that, goes. That's where your mind goes. That is where my. Okay. I mean, what should I say? Like pew pew pew. That doesn't sound exciting. Okay, that's why I did Boyaka. It sounds more exciting. Could have been like boom boom. No, nobody says boom boom. I don't know. Anyway, we're doing another live show. Boom. To celebrate two years of, of doing this show. Yes. Sitting and across from each other. This time, we're going home. I'm going home. I'm going so home. So we'll be in New York. Tell the world I'm going home. New you York just, City. You just couldn't wait to do all these weird sounds. Let me live. Go ahead. Be great. Thank you. We'll be in New York City, November 17th. It's a Sunday. Yes, it's a Sunday. So, wear your best brunch attire. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, I want to see knee-high boots and cable-knit sweaters. Gentlemen, I want brunch boots. (laughs) And and I want wide... Be comfortable. I want wide-brim hats. Wide-brim hats. (laughs) If we lose sales because people think they got to come... Dress code... So, um, we'll give out more information um, by the time this episode when drops. this episode drops on Friday. Yep. The flyer should be out. The Eventbrite should be up. But um, you come know, out! It's very exciting. Um, it was very hard finding a space. Yes, um, that's affordable. Yes, in New York City. Facts. Um, also, the Oprah Rose Show will be hosting. Very exciting about that. I was going to use the same sound effect, but I didn't want to do overkill. But Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for them. I'm loving it. TT and Gigi will be hosting. Yeah, so, and they'll have their team with them. So um, it'll be great to see everybody. And, you know, um, yeah, I'm excited. And you know what I kind of thought about? I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I'm not nervous this time. We switch roles. I'm not nervous this time. We switch roles. And because there's, I think there's things that we already know what we're doing. I think that like things that we did well that we're doing again, things that we did didn't go great that we could do better. And we, but because we, we know what that is, um, maybe I'll get a little bit more nervous as we get closer to it. But I feel good about it. And then I just feel like, you know, we can have so many like friends, family, our podcast and family that's all in New York. They yeah, no, can, listen, can come I'm, out. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to do it home. Mm-hmm. And Say I think we did one in New York. Yeah, to to me that's just major. Yes, you know, I mean Baltimore it was major. It was the first. It was special, but to be able to go home, you know. So, yep, that's everything I have. We can get off of this low budget elevator. Um, don't disrespect. Pay the voice person. Whatever. Listen, you making more money now, <laughs> so. With that being said, we are going to go ahead and switch gears to our relationship tip of the week. Do you have one, my good sir? Ladies first. 
That means no. Which means I should win. No. Off that, default. That, that doesn't mean anything. You trying to buy time? Why do I need to buy time? Okay. This stuff comes off the top of the head. Off the dome. Like a battle rapper. You probably don't know what that is. A battle rapper is when don't two explain. rappers Shut up. battle. Shut up. And they go like round. Shut. So like one person goes first, the, the other person goes, and then. Anyway. Name one battle rapper. Name one battle <laughs> rapper. Lady Luck. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime somebody repeats the question, they're trying to buy more time. Go ahead. Okay. You I, got Lady Luck. And then I, I'm done. There we go. And I don't even think that she, I mean, yeah, she had battles, I, I guess. But name someone more current. I don't know anyone more current because you know why? I'm an adult. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so many adults who listen to battle rap. Because. I mean, I'm not one of them. I don't give a fuck. Neither do I. About, but Cassidy. I, just, I do remember, I do remember, who was the guy? Okay. <laughs> so remember those Smack DVDs? Yes. That was battle raps, right? They had battle raps. On okay, who was the guy? He had this like verse that I feel like kids. That I, I don't. I guess I might have been in high school. I don't know. And he was like, "I know a girl named Sita. Everybody skeetsa. All you gotta do is give her cab fare and pizza." I think that was Jay Mills. Jay Mills. I do remember him. No, I don't think it was. I think they were talking about Jay Mills. Okay. But yeah. I that's that is the I know only a chick named Sita. Everybody skeets her. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is buy her cab fare pizza. So that is the only battle rap verse I recall. Okay. As um, you were. Anywho. I don't like battle rap anyway because wow. they be because they be getting all each other's faces. And it's just be like, people be looking like they're ready to punch somebody in the face. It's very. Oh, some people have. It's very intense. Yeah, I'm you, very you uncomfortable. Don't like I don't like intense. I don't like uncomfortable. You want people to be like. Everybody wins. No, you get a trophy. You get I don't a want trophy. to be like everybody wins. I like what do you when the under Tatum. Uh, Tatum's gonna be fine. Cause I'm, I'm teaching her. We're going for number one. You told her. You told and taught her to uppercut the dog for nipping at her. Hey, listen. Not got, even our dog. My yeah, mom's dog. Yeah, she got to be able to protect herself. Well, that's why, between you and my sister, she's going to be perfectly fine as far as standing up for herself, defending herself. I will be there too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell her to be a pushover or anything like that. But I'll but be there. What you gonna do when it's like, like the, the championship game and it's like? But then she's my kid, so I want her to win. But I know, but but like, cause like, but if you don't want to see the other kids lose. No, 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 no. I don't give a fuck about the other kids oh, when okay. she, when Tatum is involved. Oh, okay. Just like if if you were in something, if it's somebody I'm who's like that I know personally on the team, and like you can't get any more personal than somebody I carried around for 41 weeks, I don't care about anybody else. Then honestly, I, I don't. I don't get so involved into like hyper competition because i get so emotionally invested like so i just try to like cool my jets on that and that's why i'm not the most competitive person because i'd be the type to like cry angry tears or something like that okay but um my relationship tip of the week is um sometimes especially when you've been in a relationship for as long as a TJ and I have. It's a long ass time. You gotta, you gotta act like you got a crush on them sometimes. So, I posted TJ as my man crush Monday, First and I posted time. something on Sunday about him too because I thought he just looked very good. And even though I very rarely do it because I just, you know, it just don't doesn't even really cross my mind. 
taking I fe- you for granted. I felt good about doing it because I felt like I was publicly expressing how like I still sometimes crush on this nigga. Sometimes when he's happy and he's being nice to me and he's nice all the time. Mm, when he's talking to me nice, <laughs> um, that I'm like, ooh, like you know, I'll be like, you know, that's my baby daddy. Like, I let him, you know, I made him a father. and I made you a mother. What do you mean? But it just makes me, I don't know, it just makes me happy sometimes that, um, and when all that happens, like, I got to act like I'm a 17-year-old girl again sometimes and, like, you know, be that's a little. a long time ago. Really, nigga? No, go ahead. So, and I just got to act like I got a little bit of a crush on Even though probably 17-year-old Danny wouldn't post it if I had a crush on you. Like, you'd have to have been my whole boyfriend. I wasn't going to put myself out I there. I was your old boyfriend. I know, but what I'm saying, though, is that, like, I wouldn't be, like, man crush Monday if he wasn't my actual man. I mean, but we weren't even doing that back then. Well, I mean, we didn't have an Instagram back then. I'm just saying. But, I mean, it's not my style, personally, but at the, as far as my, my knee jerk. But sometimes when you're in relationships, like, you got to go back to the moments where, like, you crush on them. So it's from, like, a little post to a flirty text to anything in between that speaks that language to your partner you got to do just to sometimes mix it up a little bit you know doesn't have to be all the time but you want to say and do things to make somebody blush sometimes and I think that that is a good thing and that is my relationship tip of the week yeah you blushing I mean he is he's grinning I am so, you not to make it, not to bring it down. <sighs> so last week I discussed us having a big fight. Mm-hmm. So to follow up on that, I wanted to say my tip is mm-hmm. when you're having these crazy moments of of frustration, anger, when you're ready to break up with your significant other remember why you love them mm-hmm. and then I think that I think that helps at least that helped me so even though I was very angry at Danny I had to remember the things that I did like about Danny that made me say listen sit your ass down <laughs> to me or to you to myself okay because I, I was extremely angry. You were... I mean, I, I don't know if you were angry or not, but... I wasn't as angry as you. Yeah, but... But I'm I just, was upset. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Last week, I was saying sometimes you got to get to that point. But to, to, to counter with that, you can get to that point. But, but then when you get to that point, you have to remember what you loved about that person. You know? Why you are with that person. And... That will help, you know, it'll bring everything full circle. Mm -hmm. So I I needed to feel how I felt and I had to think irrational, but then I need to come back and be a little bit more rational with my thinking. So. Well, I I can appreciate that. And it wasn't a total downer. So um, I think my I think I win just because. Because what? Because because you I think I win want to win because I called it you called what the win same uh, Big Daddy that's the movie right 
Yeah, it's called I Win. Anyway, we can go into my uh, word of the word, week. Word of the week. Oh, okay, what um, is it? So the word of this week is going to be ebullient. Okay. So ebullient meaning is more than chipper, more than happy, more than delighted. Mm-hmm. That is the definition of being ebullient, meaning bubbling over with joy and delight. Basically how you've been acting these last couple of weeks. So I will be ebullient for the live show. Did I use it right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am ebullient for work. You didn't like that one. No, I didn't like that one as much. It just it, it's TJ's not. TJ's behavior has been ebullient since his new since, since he his started new job. since he started. That is, I feel like more apropos. Okay. I don't know what you just said. That means like appropriate. Okay. I'm gonna take your word. <laughs> so my favorite part is, are we gonna stump Danny? Okay, so Are I'm, you going to fail this the spelling bee I'm like you did in the seventh grade? Eighth. Eighth grade. Thank you. Okay, I am a little... Okay, so I'm... Because in my mind, I'm seeing like a bullion cube, which is, has an O and a U in it, but I don't think that that's it. And then I'm like, a bullion... Is it E-N-T or A-N-T? So Listen, I'm just going to... shoot. I'm just going to... I am going to shoot. Mind your business. Stop prefacing. Okay. E, B, U, L, L, I, A, N, T. I mean, it's bound to happen. Yeah, it is. And I'm sorry for, for your ears, people. But um, TJ is very happy. Nah, because you've been, you've been rocking. You've been you've Is this been like the first shit. one? I probably yeah. misspelled in. Or maybe the second one. I don't So E-B-U-L-L-I-E-N-T. Dang. I knew I was going to be like A-N-T or E-N-T. At least I knew where I was going to trip up. Gotcha. So um, now I will never forget. So. And what was the first word that you'll never forget? Convenience. Convenience. Yes. Convenience and ebullient. It be like that sometimes. Money makes you stronger. It does. Now, we're going to take a moment. Let's hear a message from our sponsor. Alrighty. Hey, friend. It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor, go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the episode. And we are back. We are back. And we're like, how many minutes in now? Yeah, we're like 47 minutes. We were rapping. We were. That's how we, I guess. I mean, it was mostly you, because you do be rapping. You know what? So anyone who like 
will, you know, when they get to meet you, they'll just know that you like to talk. I do like to talk, exactly. but so do you. Social butterfly. Sort of. I'm like an introverted extrovert. There's nothing introverted about you. I, I I enjoy intimate settings with friends and like not always. I'm more of an extrovert, but I'm not like the, I don't have to be the life of the party. If you were on a plane and it crashed and there was a group of 100 people mm-hmm. within an hour, you would know everybody. Not maybe an hour. Okay. Maybe a couple days. An hour and 50 minutes. A few days. Okay. That's not my fault. Listen, it's nothing bad about it. I'm just saying. You are, you know. I don't mind talking to people. Including you sometimes, nigga, which is why we're at 47 minutes or whatever you anyway. said. But we're going to jump. So what we're going to do is we're going to go and we're going to hold off on a listener letter um, for next week's episode. And we are going to jump into our quarrel for the episode. And our quarrel... It's something that even though we've had guests on to discuss this, he, TJ and I have ourselves have never really had the conversation. And the conversation is about interracial dating. Yes. So what well, what angle do you want to approach this topic from, babe? Um, well, you know, I was So I was listening to Brilliant Idiots and Mouse Jones um the guys next door was on. Okay. And I think Charlemagne was bringing, was talking about it. He was just talking about like, have they ever, like he was asking them, have they ever dated a white woman? Mm-hmm. And they were all like, no, they've all. So with that, that made me kind of sit back and be like, I never, I never thought about dating a white woman, mm-hmm. but I, I also never I don't ever remember having like an explicit conversation with my parents mm-hmm. of them telling me you have to marry a black woman or anything like that. If she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. And I mean, you 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 hear stories about people, you know, saying that you got to marry within your own and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it just had me think like we and like I said to Danny, I'm not sure if my parents had a conversation and I just don't remember it it's possible which is very possible you'd be tuning niggas out but i also just knowing my family i don't knowing my parents they wouldn't bring up a topic unless it was like something that it needed to be discussed Mm -hmm. so if i wasn't only chasing like if i was chasing only white women then i can see them possibly being like let's sit down let's have this conversation But other than that, you know, so it just had me think like, you know, with Tatum, like, is that something that is that is that a conversation that we would need to have or is it? And I mean, it's a little bit different because we're in Maryland and yes, there's black, but there's also white. And depending on what school, like if she goes to a private school, she may see a whole bunch of white people Mm -hmm. now. We're opening up a, a different floodgate of, of things. And, you know, it, it also kind of made me say, like, personally, I would want my child to marry their own. But I also feel like love is love. So it, it gives me both sides, because for, for me, I feel like if my child married 
outside of their race? Is it is it because of love or is it because this is the best representation she received and everybody else just fucking sucked? You know what I mean? Like, mm. or, or did I fail her as a father? Mm-hmm. Did I not show her what a good black man looks like? You know, I, I think about these things. Mm-hmm. If I had a son and, 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 and he wanted to date white women or Spanish women, you know. Did I not set a a good trend? Did, did, did I not, you know? So those are my things. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. It's, and it's kind of hard for me because I'm not racist. I'm not, even though black people can't be racist, but I'm not prejudiced. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like you can't help who you love or who you fall in love with or what the situation is. But I do have those those questions. And then, you know. If my children were dating outside of their race, I would have to feel like, you know, the person they're dating, do they like my child because of who my child is? Or is it a, a fantasy? Is it a, a fetish? You know, like just different things cross my mind. But mm-hmm. I just thought it'd be something good to talk about, especially because you have a plethora. I do have a lot of interracial love in my family, so. my extended family. Um, I, so I, there's some things that I definitely agree with you on. Like I, like I do believe like you love, love is love, like love who you love. And I think the only issue I take up with people who are dating outside of their own race is when they're dating outside of their own race because they feel as though the gender that the opposite opposing gender of their race is like. They dog them out, right? But so, like, you know, the, the one that's the prevailing one is usually like black men who date white women. And they're like, because they think that white women or women who are, you know, just like they're more subservient or like Asian women are more subservient, subservient and black women are just difficult and angry and, you know, have attitudes. And, but then Spanish women are okay because they're like spicy, you know, and they're, and they're fiery where black women were just angry and bitter and things like that. So, you know, if that's a person's approach or in, in that example or in any other combination of the example of a man or a woman against, you know, black women or black men or Asian women or Asian men, Spanish and so on and so forth, that I take issue with because it's like it's one thing if you meet somebody, you like them, you fall in love with them, you're attracted to them, and then that's it. It's another thing if you are only actively seeking another group of people because you dislike the group of people that you share melanin with or you share culture with. So that is my only thing. I mean, um, the the people in my family, most of the people in my family that even if they are like married to a white person, most uh, let me say this, most of the people in my family who are married to somebody that's not black are married to someone who is white. Most of them, at least to my knowledge, have at least either been married to or dated uh, like black women, black men, or um, and then just kind of ended up with someone white. Um, I, you know, for the most part, I'm just like, listen, you know, it is what it is. It's not my business. Love who you love. I know some people in my family are a little bit more vocal about about it um, as far as like all these white people in our family, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, I I think as long as like cultures and that stuff are still being acknowledged and recognized and celebrated, then so be it. 
Um, now, as far as Tatum is concerned, I don't know. Like, so like growing, I feel like growing up, so like my mom is like, even though my mom is the fairest of them all, she's like probably the most militant person in my family. And she like, she's up there. I really feel like even though we never, we, we may have had like a few conversations and I'm pretty sure she probably was like, don't bring home no white boy. And she probably told you that more than she told Shayla that. I, no, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, I also. Social butterfly. I, I could have seen you with a. I, a, I mean. With Andrew. When I went to, when I went to camp. I when you. I went to like sleepaway camp, there were like a few white boys I thought were like cute. But that's also because that was like the the majority of the boys that were there. But I I used to like I don't know. I but I I did whatever whatever conversations that did or didn't happen, I think based on my upbringing, it was implied implicitly and or explicitly that like we want, we want you to have to marry date marry black a black man. But also too like I have found white men or men outside of my my race attractive, but Adam Levine, yeah, absolutely. But I have, but I've never been inclined to actually like once I became of like dating age that I ever was like even remotely like it didn't even come into like my mind space of like, oh yeah, I want to date a white guy or I want to date an Asian man or I want to date a, a Spanish guy or something like that. Like it, it, it was kind of like happenstance. But I also and I also feel like too like. Black men were the ones who were attracted to me. Like, I would be So, if a white man was attracted to you, he would have, at FDA, if there was a white guy Mm -hmm. who went there and he paid you attention, then you may have. I mean, I might have entertained it just because, I mean, it's flattering if anybody pays you attention. And so, I I wouldn't have, let me say this, I would not have, like, completely like rebuffed and be like oh you're white hell no this and the other but i would have been like this is it would probably feel odd um but um and actually i've had like well there was some like spanish boys when i was like growing up Hmm. but and then like when in like high school and stuff like that i never hear about this because it was never nothing crazy to me and and like there was this one I don't know. I can't remember where exactly his family's from in Africa, but there was one African guy too. And so, I mean, but, I but think, I feel like I kind I of like more of the. I'm like light well, skinned. Well, I'm saying, I'm. I always thought that was the case that why that particular guy kind of liked me. Oh, he liked you because you were light skinned. I think. I think he was color struck. Yeah. I mean that. I mean that. That is something that happens. And see, that's why I also think location matters because in. New York Spanish would be considered like that wouldn't be necessarily it's considered like Afro Latina. Afro Latina well, is a new thing that. Oh yeah, I mean it wasn't used. And back I'm not taking then. that. Over, I'm not saying that it. I'm not. Diving it always into existed. That. It just wasn't as much of like a a, a, t- a term you it's heard. It's a thing now. It's, it's a, a term that's more often used. Yes. But it was always people of of African descent that were also Latino or Latinx. I'm just saying that I existed. grew up with Spanish people and they were not treated differently they weren't they weren't trying to be black yeah they weren't trying to say i am an afro latina mm-hmm. so i feel like it's a newer term again we, we progress as society as as people 
maybe now they want to be more maybe now they want to accept their their other roots and that's fair but i'm saying like being in new york if you dated a spanish girl it was whatever yeah it wasn't like if i would have bought home a spanish girl i don't think my parents would have bad an eye well they may have bad an eyelashes excuse me i don't know but I think if I would have brought home a, a white girl, it may have been like, hmm? yeah, exactly. But then again, my parents would have been, especially my mother, it would have been more about like her family and stuff like that. It would have been more about her. I'm not sure how a white girl would fare with your family. They would have seen ice and be like, fuck this. She would have gone out. She was like, and I'm leaving. She's like, I'm sorry. Where's the, where's the restroom? She would have been out like, the door. this. You, sir? Mm-mm. Is she and yeah, and I but I think you know what though, too is like even if I had dated other guys or whatever of different ethnicities and races, I still think that like part of me would have been like I would want I think I would want to marry a black man because so like one thing I always felt is like and maybe and like why I I do love black people, I love being black, I love black men is. It's that it's the cultural thing, right? It's not it has nothing it's nothing against any other culture, but it's just like I don't have to explain to you when I put on a bonnet at night. I don't have to explain to you why I gotta wrap my hair or why I need braids or why you know, I have to um Well you're assuming that because he, he might have But already you have known. a black mother, and that's the thing. Like no, you have I'm a black just, aunt, and you yeah, have a, you have a, a there, black god sister, and so granted, there but but there are some people who have family members who don't do these things but i feel like these are staples of black american culture or black culture yeah well, black american culture but so what about the black american culture who don't want to embrace the black american culture what if you date that person then he's not for me no but i'm just saying for you to just say you don't want to have to explain that you may there, there may be a black family who don't wrap their hair but i think that would be in the minority okay like I don't like there are there are things that I don't that like I can say to you as my husband who is a black man that I don't I, I've never once had to explain or had to and so like what is a benefit of dating somebody from the same culture as you and not just because and then not and it's not to downplay or down down to talk down on interracial dating but a benefit of dating somebody from your own culture is that those cultural norms are things that you don't have to like give an explanation to you don't like this is why i do this this is why it's important this is you know you don't have to be you don't have to be like the representative for your entire culture to another person now again that is like a a, that is a sweeping statement because there are people who like if you grew up with nothing around but around nothing but black people then you may not have to explain it even if that person is of another race, but and so every every nothing is cut and dry. Nothing is like all or nothing. But I just do so think now, that like that right. is Sorry. something that is a benefit. It's a plus when it comes to Tatum. Yeah, that, I, that's what I was wanted to say. I would want her to have those same benefits. But but, but if she brought somebody else home, but will we have a conversation with Tatum? Would that be something that we would? say explicitly we would we would kind of explain the importance of being within your own or 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 is it one of those things that if we see a trend then it's like 
if if she thinks in sync and backstreet boys and these are the type of like she thinks all that stuff is the boys of her dreams and sorry that's that's the only thing i could think of i mean i like that in sync and the backstreet boys and i married a black man you were pretty touch and go shut the fuck up that's why your mother had to listen anyway tony had to let you know i think with tatum i don't think i would be feel comfortable having an explicit conversation with her saying like Love who you love, but we would love if you d- married or brought home a black guy because then she might be, she could take that and then t- like miss out on the love of her life and the person that would treat her like the queen that she should be treated as and that's going to love her and treat her the best way possible that we, we would want for her, our daughter. But I think that what I would do and what I would what I would hope that we, what I would say that we should do as her parents is what to is to celebrate our blackness all the time and to talk about how being black is beautiful about how you know melanin is beautiful about how you know people of all different shades about how our hair is beautiful about how you know our culture and and like to celebrate black men and black women and, and and also be black women, like celebrate each other as a black man, as a black woman, as her mother and father. Okay. And she could, she could, she would grow up seeing and thinking about greatness and excellence and love in being black and understanding. And I mean, I, I always, and I always, I have thoughts about this too because Tatum is so fair skinned because I, she's going to sometimes catch it from both sides. Like, because she's going to be like, People are going to assume, like, if Tatum remains with fair skin, which she is, and these gray eyes, that like, people are going to question her ethnicity, her, even her hair texture. Listen. And, but she's, she has. When she gets a little bit older, mm-hmm. Drake nonstop, I'm playing for her. Because she's light skinned, but she's still a dark nigga. Oh my God. Straight up. So, I, I, and you're right. I but mean, I mean, that's I, I that's how I would that. encourage her. I think about without that as saying well. it. But she has ultimately it's up to her. If she if she marries, I mean, if she meets, you know, Luis or Ben or yeah, I would never say them. I, I I would never tell her she can't date outside of her race. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. I've never. But it, it just had me think. Like as a parent, you know, you got to think about these things and. You got to think about your childhood and what was discussed and what wasn't discussed. And, and that's what brings it up, you know, in the movie, The Hate You Give, like the love, the the, the main character star had a, a white boyfriend. She had a white boyfriend, but she also was like color switching, mm-hmm. when she code, was switching. Her, code switching when she was with her white friends. She was one way was acting white quote-unquote, and then when she was she with was, her black friends, she acted black or... But even though in the movie, she was kind of like... They knew that she wasn't from the hood, so they joked on her or whatever. But it's just, you know, again, we have so many different things in, in society and social media and everything else, and it's just one of those things that was just kind of like... How would we tackle this? How would we discuss this? How would we... Yeah, I think we And should- again... We're saying this now. Maybe four years from now, we may have a different outlook. We may have a different view or yeah. whatever. Once Tatum becomes of, of dating age, if we like you said, if we see patterns and trends that aren't that have like give us pause one way or the other, yeah, like yeah, no, definitely. You know, it's like 
I mean, because I mean, because it'd be one way, like, oh, you know, there's a nice boy that likes her, but he happens to be not black, and she's like curving the shit out of him, and we're like, why? If there's if, if like that, the only reason is because he's not black. That we could talk to her about that, or if nobody that comes to her door, depending on where she goes to school and who she's around, is black, and then we could also be like, why? Yeah, and, yeah, you know, no, and definitely. Ha- and having those conversations, but I think having the conversation now, me and you, yeah. Is something that we can remember to going forward or, or th- think about things. Again, I would want Tatum to be Tatum. Yes. And I would want Tatum to be comfortable being Tatum regardless. If you're with black people, with white people, I, I, I would want to instill in Tatum confidence. Well, I don't think she's going to have any problem with that. Yeah, but I mean, because of who she is now, I, I would agree with you. But it is something that everyone deals I mean with. people get insecure people and, feel and, shame and different yeah. things yeah so you know I that will always be my goal I want her to be confident regardless I don't want her to ever feel like she has to act white or do the do things that she don't want to do because people are going to think she's not cool or, or whatever like you mm. know and we want to say act white we would just say like she feels like she has to like not be herself yeah yeah whatever that may be yeah I don't yeah I don't necessarily believe in there's an act in white versus some people yeah. are or just talk because you don't have or, like a, a, or, or, or a, they grew up in, in different areas or, but that doesn't take away from who you are yeah or and like you go so, yeah and then or you go someplace and because you don't talk a certain way even when you're around black kids and then they, like they they get on you about that and whatever and oh, her joke game gonna be ready she gonna be firing people up you got to you have to even though so like i was talking to one of my frat brothers and we were talking about how we he was talking about how kids used to like joke on people not knowing their situation. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that. Like we joked and we may say shit and not know what that person is going through. It kind of goes back to what you were saying. Like it still happens. To the, yeah, it happened yeah. today at school. Yeah. But you know, that's one thing with my kids. I would kind of try to like, Joking is a mechanism. Joking is a way to, for, for people to, you know, fuck with you and laugh with you and, and shit like that. It's a way to kind of show dominance and always always remember that although you're joking, someone may not be in the mood to joke, you know, like try try to just always be a good person is, is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. But when he said it, it just made me think like, you know. We may have said shit to, to people not really knowing their situation growing mm-hmm. up, you know. Um, my friend Rock talks about it. Like, he grew up poor or whatever. Granted, I never really joked on Rock. Rock was pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. But hearing him talk about growing up and growing up less than, it kind of made me say, damn, like, I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the person I am now is like, damn, could I have... Could I have asked more questions? Could I have could I have been a better person to, to to rock? Could I have been like, you know, come to my crib and let's play video games because like I didn't really have friends in school because I had friends on my block, but like mm-hmm. I was cordial with everybody, but could I have been a better person? I mean, I think that that's very self aware of you to ask that, you know, ask that of yourself, but at the same time to give yourself grace. I think that like, you know, when you're in high school, like 
adolescents, teenagers, they're like super self-involved yeah. and you're not and you're not thinking necessarily unless it's like right in front of your face or unless you you're know right. the person well enough to know that. So I don't think it made like I definitely didn't make you a bad person because no, it was I, like you were going out of your way. I don't feel like I was a bad person, no, but, but I'm just saying you, there's nothing wrong with having even back, not processed that when you were 16 years old. Yeah, you're right. But if I could help Tatum or my future children to be more, to, to to see things in a wider lens, mm-hmm. then they may be able to do things that you didn't think to do exactly so that's that's what i'm saying that's kind of where i was trying to get back to but got it all right well that was a nice healthy quarrel it was it was an invigorating conversation using big words again it's not a big word invigorating you gotta spell it nope okay i'm not gonna try (laughs) so on that note you know thank you for tuning in to another episode of lovers quarrel yes um Again, uh, live we love show. talking to you. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, live show, November 17th. Get your tickets. Yes. We'll have the link in the show notes. Yes. And we will be posting about it. Come one, come all. Yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And, exactly. Um, you know, really we'll excited about it. have a lot of fun it. show in store. Yeah. You know, um, get to see us in person. Again. Do what we do. Yeah. Smaller versions of ourselves. Yes, we are smaller versions of ourselves. Thank you for, again, tuning in to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. If you want to send us a lover mail, you can send us an email at lover, lover, quarrel. Words. Words mean things. Lover's Lover's Quarrel Show show. at gmail.com. See, typically I would have just cut that part out, but I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Loversquarrelshow okay. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on Twitter, Loversquarrel7. We are on Instagram, Instagram Loversquarrelshow. You can communicate with us. We are very transparent. We and have conversations, and you know, we, we appreciate those who shout us out, retweet us, talk to us, and, and you know, help with the conversation. Because yep. this is all... That's what everything is. We're having a conversation, being transparent, and, and learning from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, please uh, like, like, share, follow, tag. Yeah, and, and um, review. Yeah, that's, leave us reviews. Let us know how we're doing. That's very important. Feedback. Um, so, again, give us a one star. Give us a five star. Just let us know why, and then we can continue growing and working on that. And with that, as always... I'm your guy, TJ. And I am your girl, Danny. And you know that we fuss. We fight. But but we we love. love. Bye. Bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.